Today's scripture reading is from the letter of Philemon, the 8th to the 21st verse. Therefore, although in the Christ I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do, yet I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love. It is as none other than Paul, an old man now also a prisoner of Jesus Christ, that I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, who became my son while I was in chains. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he has became useful both to you and to me. I am sending him who is my very heart back to you. I would have liked to keep him with me so that he could take your place in helping me while I am in chains for the gospel, but I did not want to do anything without your consent so that any favor you do would not seem forced, but would be voluntary. Perhaps the reason he has separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a fellow man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me a partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. I will pay you back, not to mention that you owe me your very self. I do wish, brother, that I may have some benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than I ask. This is the word of the Lord. We are, we are nearing the end. This is, is, is uh, for you English majors, again, this is the penultimate uh, uh, message, the, the next to the last message from our systematic study uh, of the letter to Philemon. We've seen just how powerful this, this very brief letter, just the very, just, just a little more than 300 Greek le- uh, words, uh, very, very small letter with a whole bunch of information in it um, from Paul to a rich guy named Philemon. Uh, why is he rich? Well, the church met in Coloss at his house, pretty big house. Uh, he had servants or slaves. Um, and so if we're not careful, we'll just, we'll miss the deeper revelation that, that God has for us with, uh, this, this study. Um, and we'll just look at it as, oh, well, it's just between Philemon and and, 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 and Paul, and it has to deal with Onesimus, uh, a runaway slave. But uh, really what it is, it speaks to what it means, the, the real essence of this letter. And I invite you to read it and read it and read it, different versions. It, it speaks to what it means to be a Christ follower. That's, that, that's it just cut to the chase. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it really unpacks what it means to be a Christ follower. That's, that's, that's really, that's, 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 that's the, the, the nut of it. Uh, I will be brief. We won't, uh, we won't tarry too long today. Um, the last time we looked at the 8th to the 16th verse where we read, uh, Therefore, although in Christ I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do, yet I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love. It is, it is as none other than Paul, an old man, and now also a prisoner of Christ Jesus, that I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, who became my son while I was in chains. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he has become useful both to you and to me. I am sending him, who is my very heart, back to you. 
I would have liked to keep him with me so that he could take your place in helping me while I am in chains for the gospel. But I didn't want to do anything without your consent so that any favor you do would not seem forced, would, but would be voluntary. Perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little while was that, my, that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a fellow man and as a brother in the Lord. See, what you see is Paul is asking Philemon to freely give Onesimus' freedom. Freely give Onesimus' freedom. But he's also inviting Philemon to experience Onesimus at a, a, a deeper uh, level. See, it's, it's one thing to be, you know, when you, uh, uh, if you're paying someone to play follow the leader, if you will, I, it kind of defeats the purpose of the game, but uh, play with me. Uh, they, if, if you pay someone to play follow the leader, it's like, well, I'm, I'm doing it because you're paying me to do it. But if I do it because I want to do it, there's an altogether different relationship. So Paul isn't is in twisting the arm of, of uh, you know, he's like, well, he's just playing the old man card. And he's saying, well, I could make you do it. It's just like, no, no, he's just, he's just stating the obvious. That's all. I'm just telling you what I could do. But I'm not, I'm not going to do that. See, well, he says, whereas before Onesimus did what he did because he had no choice, Paul is inviting Philemon to, to, to elevate the relationship from master-servant and even from, from, from uh, uh, peer-to-peer, but now brother-to-brother. You know, let's just, let's just go deep. So, so Paul is saying, well, I've got a relationship with Philemon. I've got a relationship with Onesimus. Now, I'm going to be the broker of this relationship, this, 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 this new freedom in Jesus Christ. I want you to share with one another. No longer a slave relationship, but as a fellow man, brothers and Christ. But as Paul wrote, he doesn't want to compel Philemon. Instead, he's appealing to him. And the same for us. God is appealing to us to make new and better choices. But we can't experience, as we shared last time, and then I'll be done with our recap, we can't experience the new things God wants us to have if we're continuing to hold on to the old things, Amen. be it relationships or, or, or whatever. Relationships, jobs, uh, situations. It's like, well, I know what I got. Uh, I know you're saying let it go so God can give me new. But if your hands are just crammed full of uh, old stuff, you can't receive new stuff. And that's what we do. We, we, we hang on. Uh, it, it, it's not you. You guys, again, you're better than I am. Uh, what I do is, is, I, is, I, is I hold on to old stuff, the old and the familiar. This is how it's always been done, so I'll always be doing it. And my question is, is it working out for you? <laughs> you know, at, at some point, you ought to say, it's like, you know, you know maybe I ought to try something different. Yeah, just, 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 this just isn't working out. So if we remain, if we remain wedded to or stuck, for lack of a better word, in old things, the new things won't come today. So again, as I left you with a question last, last time, in your life, in your life, I don't need to know. I've got mess in my own life, so I don't know, you know. But in your life, what, what needs to be freed? What needs to be released? What, what, what are those things? You know, I don't know. So we want to begin today at the 17th verse. And again, I, I promise I won't be before you too long. Uh, look at what Paul is, is, is definitely saying. So if you consider me a partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If you consider me a partner, welcome him as you 
welcome me. Uh, he's, he's, he's appealing. Paul, Paul is, he's, a, he's a crafty old man, if nothing else. Uh, the, the word he's using for partner, uh, it's, it's uh, rooted in koinonia. Again, we, we dealt with that last time. You know, I, yeah, if you consider me to be, in, if you consider us to have uh, a, 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 a spiritual bond, a relational bond, this is just not superficial. This is just not like, you know, just the, the normal, hey, neighbor, how you doing? You know, that kind of thing. It's like, no, we, we got something going on here. If you consider, if you understand seriously what we've got going on to him uh, with, with you and I, Philemon, then I want you to take that same relationship and welcome him as you would welcome me. He's what Paul is saying. It's like all the love, affection, and relationships, and, and the feelings, and all that stuff that you have on me, pick it up, put it on this guy. He's like, whoa, pull up, wait a minute now. It's <laughs> like, he was a slave. We didn't have that kind of bond. Paul knows that. That's what he's saying. If you're gonna, if, 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 if we got anything going on, I want you to treat him like you would treat him. I want you to welcome him as you would welcome me. If you understand what we have is a real spiritual relationship, do me a favor. Love him as you love God. Love him as you love me. That's, uh, huh. it, let's put it this way. If Philemon does this, he can no longer look as, at, 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 at Onesimus as a slave. See, we, we mess around too much with dealing with, we need to, again, let's, and again, there, there's time for protestation. I get that. I, I really do get that. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. And it is just me. I'm weird. Uh, but I don't see Jesus, if he were here in the 21st century, running around the state capitol with a placard uh, saying, you need to do this. You need to do that. There's times for that. I, I'm not sure when they are, but I mean, there, there's times for that. But, 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 but what Paul is doing is like, I don't need to talk about slavery. Let me, just, let me just turn slavery on its head. Deal with him as you would deal with me. I haven't said anything about slavery. See, I've just, I've sit there, you know, as, as Gail might do. It's like, you know, that smile. But if you're careful, she'll cut your throat. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I just, it, uh, 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 it, it's like just very subtly and very, just, just, just real deep. If you really understand what we've got going on, treat him as you would treat me. Where does slavery, where does slavery enter into it? It can't. It, it, it can't. I've just, I've just poured, uh, I've just poured uh, iodine on the cut. And now, now, now the healing can start. So that's what new life in Christ does. See, we relate to one another differently. Why? Because, you know, again, you guys are better than me. But when I find myself trying to be Christian, when I try and be Christian, I'll do Christian stuff. I'll open the door. I'll say thank you. I'll, I'll even let folks with 12 items be in a 10-item line, you know. I'll, I'll, but after a while, I get tired of that. And it's just like I had enough. Yeah, they say it's like uh, today's not your day and tomorrow's not looking much better. You know, so it's, 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 it's. But, but if, if Christ is in me, again, I don't have to be anything but Mark David Meeks. See, if Christ is in me, then Christ will come out of me, and he will evidence himself in my behavior. But if I've got, again, as I keep saying about the Holy Spirit, got, got, got grandma locked away in the, in the basement there, and it's like, and I've like tossed the key away, Holy Spirit's there, but you ain't letting, you ain't letting the Holy Spirit out to operate in the front room of your life. See, but if I do that, 
then he will, I don't have to try and be nice. I'll find myself being nice and doing right things. It's like, where'd that come from? You know you're mad at that person. Oh, let me, okay, 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 yeah, I'm mad, I'm mad. No, I'm not. It's just, it's just a fight ain't even in you anymore. It's just not in you. It's like, and there is, again, I've shared the story, I share it again. I'm a, I'm a man. And so Gail said something to me, and I just like, I knew I was just like, this is not her day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something, and we're gonna set it straight, and it's gonna, then we'll be done with it, right? And the Holy Spirit is like, boy, you better shut your mouth. You bet, and I, and there was a war going on. There was a war going on. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. There was a war going on in me. Oh, I'm going to say something. I'm a man. Don't, don't you. Don't. <laughs> it's like, you don't know who you're messing with, Ema. It's like, uh-uh. No, no, you don't know who he is. And it's, you better shut up. And it's a funny thing. I don't even know what it was about. Today, I don't even have no clue what it was about. See, but that's what the evil one will do. We'll bring stuff up. And just, it's, it's, you know, it's like, look, look, if the Holy Spirit is, has full reign in my life, then I'll do different because I am different. I don't, have, I don't have to behave as a Christian. I am a Christ follower. See, but too often, too many of us is like, see, that's why, you know, again, we, we, we are, are, when people know us, and I, I am so glad when the invitation comes to people that it's like, hey, they don't come and worship with me on Sunday, but I'm inviting them into my life on Sunday so you can see my Monday walk doesn't look different from my Sunday walk. But too often, this is like, hey, look, that's Monday through Friday. That's Someone said, Jesus and I, we got, a, we got an understanding, you know. Monday through Friday is like, that's, that's, that's me. Sunday, okay, all right, I'll act Christian. You might as well act like a duck. It's like, that don't make you a duck. That don't make you a Christian. You're just, you're, 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 you're fooling yourself. And then so when the rubber hits the road and then, you know, all hell breaks loose in your life. And it's just like, well, I've been, I've been, I've been going to church. I've been kicking a few bucks in there. I've been, I've been trying to be nice. It's like, see, that's the problem. You keep trying. You want transformation. You don't want trying. You, you, you want that. You, 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 you want that. All right. I, I just, just, that's what being filled with the spirit of God does. It allows us to do those things. I can welcome him as I welcome Paul. That couldn't, I mean, if he's, he didn't get to be rich by, you know, maybe he inherited daddy's money. I don't know. But somewhere along the line, he, he can't be too stupid. He's like, okay, I know how to manage money. I know how to manage slaves. And so logic would say, now, don't, well, now, you know, I know this Christian thing, you know, it's like, well, but that's a slave. That's property. And Paul is like saying, give me your money. Essentially, he's like, give me your money. Give me your, 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 your ability to, to, to pull out your 401k and give it to the work of Christ. How many of us would do, don't, don't raise your hands, because I, I know the answer. I know the answer. I'm not only talking about what you have in your pocket now, but the potential of what you can make or what's, what's down the road. You give up your 401k. Oh, please. <laughs> you lost your mind. See? See? And the name Onesimus, I shared this before, it means useful or profitable. And see, and this is in a region where he came from, Phrygia. Uh, they're talking about the slaves. Uh, uh, they, the, the, the type of slaves there, they essentially sound paraphrasing. It's like the slaves from that area, are, are, they're better if you beat them. That's kind of, that's kind of the, 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 the tagline that goes. I mean, and this is secular stuff. This is stuff that was, that was pulled from, from contemporary time. 
talking about folks like Onesimus. So this, this wasn't like, oh man, this guy, he's, 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 a, he's a really talented guy. It's like, no, he's probably just a run-of-the-mill slave where people think that how you get the most out of the person is to beat them. And now Paul says, welcome him as you welcome me. He's like, you got to be, oh, you lost your mind, Paul. Uh, that's what I would be saying. I don't know. Uh, again, he's not railing against slavery. He's destroying its very foundation. He's just tearing slavery up from its, from its very core. Well, see, the Bible teaches about slavery. It's like, see, that's where you have a, an easy wooden read of Scripture. And you really don't dive deep and see what's really being said. Welcome him as you welcome me. And uh, so Paul says, he, he takes it even one step further. Let me put my money where my reputation and my mouth is. If he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, I'm writing this with my own hand, and I will pay it back. Not to mention that you owe your very self. See, Paul uses a term for charge that is, it's literally, it's a financial term. He's, he's saying, uh, that's on my tab. That's, that's, I'll pay for that. It's easy for him to say he's got, he's got chains for bracelets and he's in prison. He can't pay for nothing. Uh, you know, Paul, Paul had a way of getting money because he's always appealing to other churches. Getting, you know, he, uh, that, that, that doesn't even bother me in the least. He could have paid it if, 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 if there was something there. Uh, 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 but, but what he's saying is forgiveness means more than money. What are you saying? A lot of us are holding on to some old grudges. You know, you know that person owes you 50 bucks, and it's, it's in the back of your mind. You can't see that person straight because he owes you 50 bucks. You just, every time you see him, it looks like a Benjamin. It's just like, I'm serious. You're just so mad. It's just like, you owe me. You, you can't, re- and Paul is like saying, if he took anything from you, let's, 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 well, you know, hey, you know, he, it's like, if it's a matter of money, then I'll pay for it. That's why I said nobody's taken me up on it yet. I, I still, the offer still stands, and everybody hears my voice either on podcasts or now. Uh, 20 bucks. 20 bucks is a bet. I know you're not supposed to bet. I'm betting. 20 bucks. Whatever, whatever mess is going on in your life, I'll bet you 20 bucks or whatever amount. Fill in the blank. If you turn it over to God, now, you can't turn it over and then pick it up and then say, well, you know, no, 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 no. If you turn it over to God, watch and see if it won't change. I'll bet you anything you want to bet. Why, why can you do that? Uh, why, why you can say, as we were praying even on the other night, I'm not talking about, and scripture backs me up, I'm not talking about what I've read, that's wonderful. I'm talking about what I've lived. I'm, t- I'm speaking first-hand experience. I'm a civil engineer by vocation. It's like, hey, look, the numbers got to add up. This has got, you know, this is, this is like, look, I don't believe in this, this hokey pokey and uh, all this stuff. It's like, no, it's just, bet me. Bet me. Just, just, just trust God. What, what do you got going on? Man, I got this dysfunction here. I've got this issue here. Uh, uh, what's, what's standing in your way? Well, I can't, I can't release that because they did me wrong. Something my parents did. Something my brother did. Something how they treated me on my job. And Paul is like, is that a matter of money? 
Is it a, is it, is it a, is it a matter of, of some relationship that happened 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago? You're still holding on to that? And it's holding you back from where God wants you to go. I know you don't have those issues. It's only me. I, I, I've, but, 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 but I've learned. Release it to him. See, uh, <laughs> see, Onesimus, he may have stolen something. Uh, and he's got to be fearful as to how he's going to be treated. And so Paul is like, let me, just, let me just, just eliminate all the obstacles to you coming into a right relationship together. Doesn't that sound like Christ? It's like, I don't want any relation, I don't want anything, oh, okay, you can't behave right. Okay, I got to die for you. <laughs> I don't want anything to get in the way of a relationship between you and God. So I'm going to die for you. You can't die for you because your, your, your death is inadequate. You know, you just, and you wouldn't die for yourself if you really thought it through anyway. You know, it's like you, you wouldn't even do it, even if you thought it could atone uh, for your sin. See, Adam had the chance, and he didn't do it. So what makes you, well, that's a different thing. Uh, But that's Christ. So what are you asking? Are we reconcilers? Are we dividers? Are we peacemakers? Or are we troublemakers? What what are we? What what are we? Are we peacemakers? Are we troublemakers? And Paul is doing everything he can to clear the deck. And so he goes on to write in the 20th verse, I do wish, brother, that I may have some benefit from you and the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than I ask. See, receiving and restoring Onesimus would be beneficial to Paul in the Lord and would refresh his heart in Christ. See, look at, look at the, again, the play on words, uh, the, the, what Paul is using. Onesimus, again, means useful, profitable, beneficial. And Paul writes, I do wish that I may have some benefit from you and the Lord. I wish I could have some Onesimus, if you will, from you and the Lord. Paul, this is just so, 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 so wonderful, so deep. Um, I have a question, but again, I don't, we don't have time to go too deep. We should... Uh, I invite you to uh, clearly examine our relationships and uh, see why we have them. The relationships that you have, be it with a spouse, be it on the job, be it with a, a, a parent, a parent, uh, 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 a peer um, at school. What are the relationships that you have in your life? What are, what, what are they like? Are they like oranges? Well, what do you mean they're like oranges? You squeeze them, you get all the juice you can out of it, and you consume it. And you go look for the next orange. Is that, is that look, at, look at your track record. The people that have come into your life. Are they more, they're, they're transient. It's like, okay, squeeze the juice out of that. Let's move on to the next one. Or are they like roses? What, are, what do you mean roses? They're delicate. You have to feed the plant. You have to tend the plant. The, the one thing I do know about roses, you can uh, just, just about whack it to death. And if you nurture it, it'll come back, and it'll blossom, and it'll look beautiful. And people pay pay big money uh, for roses. That's the type of relationship we need to be looking at and developing with one another. You're a rose. Well, I don't feel like a rose. Well, I I see the rose in you. I see the rose that's capable to come out of you. 
And that's what Paul is, is appealing to Philemon. It's like, you don't, see, 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 Onesimus, again, he just happens to be the prop or the, or the vehicle of conversation. But really what I'm trying to do is deepen a relationship and open your eyes, Philemon. I'm trying to see in you what you're capable of doing. I want you to see this, this man not as a piece of property, not as an orange, but as a rose that can be developed. And you know what? Even better than that, the, 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 as you tend the rose, you become a, a better master gardener. You become a better tender of roses. So then there's this funny thing, is, you know, how that tends to happen. God's like, man, you've been faithful over a few things. Now I'm going to bring some more into your life. And it's like, you might start scratching your head. It's like, why are all these, these, these rose bushes coming into my life? Because they need tending. They, 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 they need development. And it's like, man, am I a magnet for dysfunction? Because it just, it just keeps coming my way. It's like, where are they going to go? Where, where do people, where do broken people go to be restored? Like I said, two broken pieces don't make a whole. Right. And, that's, and that's typically, that's what happens. You know, a broken person, I entered into a relationship with another broken person, hoping that somehow they'll make me happy. And you're, you're just morose uh, yourself. And it's like two morose people are going to make one happy couple. It, the, the math doesn't add up. So when I am dysfunctional or when I see dysfunction, and it's, you don't have to go out searching for it. It's all around you. Sometimes it's in the mirror, you know, it's just like, uh, but, but, but when you see it, but when you see it, it's like, what do you do with it? How do you deal with it? Do you run from it? I got my own issues. I don't want to deal with that. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm you master over many things. See, I'm going to grow your borders. I'm going to make you more than what you were initially. You're going to be different. You're going to be altogether different. I, I'm done. I, how could we... How could we not say no? How could we say no, excuse me? How could we say no to an old guy like Paul? Uh, I didn't say that. He said that. That's how he describes himself. I'm an old guy. Plays the old guy card, the OG card. Uh, he's like, I'm an OG. I can, make you, I can make you do these things, but I won't. Okay, all right, all right. Paul knows he can't, but he, as he closes, he writes, I know that you will do even more than I ask. How many relationships do we know that when we, I know, I, I, I tease my wife because I love her deeply. There's no other person on this earth that I love more than my wife. Uh, but, but, but I know if I am ever in a pinch, uh, she is there for me. Now, beyond that, how many other people can I point to? And thankfully, I can point to people. It's like, you know, if I get into a situation, you're going to be there. I know, I know you'll be there. You, you, you're You're there. But are you developing that, not just with Paul Philemon, but what about the Onesimuses? Uh, how about those other relationships that need to be developed? And, and you know who they are. I mean, it's like, you, you know, I'm sure the wheels are turning. It's like, you know, uh, John and Sue and, and uh, Peter and, you know, and, and Amy. And, and if those are your names, I'm not talking about you. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just throwing out names. It's just... Uh, and you start to see people in those roles, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Now I see why God is, why we, we're, we're together, why we're cubicle mates. And I, hear, and, I, and I hear them all the time, and it's like, it's bringing me down. Well, what are you doing to elevate the conversation? 
You know? I, again, I'm done. Um, remember my, my analogy. You, I don't care. And it, actually, the darker the room, the more it's true. The darker the environment, the more illumination comes with even the smallest amount of light. You don't have to be this, this huge 50,000-watt flamethrower or whatever. In Jesus' name, you know. <laughs> and we do that, too, sometimes, you know. It's just, just say grace over your food before you chomp it down. Just do that, you know. I, yeah. it's, again... I'm done. We were in, uh, of all places, Washington, D.C., and it's, it's like, this is what you do. You say, thank you. Uh, most people are polite enough. You say, thank you for the food uh, before you gobble it down. And so as we're praying, someone observed our family, uh, Gail and I and our cousins. It's like, I just want to say thank you to you for not being ashamed uh, to bear witness of your thanks. You know, it wasn't this, and Lord, we thank you, you know, and the whole restaurant can hear you. And it's just like, no, no, just in, in humble gratitude. God, thank you. Well, how, how else can I evidence that? Uh, Mark, you cannot cut someone off in the freeway uh, after they've cut you off to get even. You, you can do that. Try that for a minute. You know, just little things, just little things. Uh, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. Knowing that you will do even more than I ask. More than I ask. More than I can imagine. You know, as Paul wrote, uh, I believe it was the letter to the Ephesians, uh, he is able to do more exceedingly, more than you can ask, even more than you can imagine. And I got a pretty big imagination, as I said. I don't dream for, for Kias and Hyundais. You know, I don't, you know, not that there's anything wrong with Kia. Again, I need to shut up. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with Kias and Hyundais. But if you're going to dream, if you're going to imagine, what's wrong with a Lexus or a, or a BMW or something? And I don't own either one. But, I mean, if, if you, I have a Subaru, just <laughs> full disclosure. Uh, Subaru, it's like, couldn't you imagine something better than that? Hey, works for me. It's, it's a good, prudent, not a commercial. But what does more mean? More means more. What more do you want? What more do you want? Whatever is going on in your life, what more do you want in your life? Lord, I want more of this. I want more of this. I don't know. Again, more than you can ask or imagine. Most of us, we've got a great imagination. It's just, you know, again, we think about heaven. I'm sitting on a cloud plucking grapes and playing a harp. And, you know, just, you know this is that's my imagination. It's like, no, no. But as we mature, as we, as we think more broadly about our relationship with God, then our thinking changes because I've been changed. Let's pray.